Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. The following are articles that appeared in the Monroe Evening News, a forerunner to the Monroe News, in February 1919. These are actual items as they appeared in print. There is a mammoth motor industry wrapping at Monroe's door, and the prospects are bright for it being admitted. This was made known today when President Maibon of the Maibon Motor Company of Racine, Wisconsin, met with a number of prominent businessmen at the Chamber of Commerce. And the matter is of such vast importance that another conference will be held late this afternoon. Those who met with President Maibon this morning were President Dansart of the B. Dansart & Sons State Bank, Cashier Guffman of the First National Bank, Mayor Southworth, George Arment of the Arment Milling Company, Charles Leeson, and a number of others, President Maibon lost no time in making it known just how the company stood financially, what it wanted, and what it would do. From a reliable source, it was learned that the company would give employment to at least 2,000 and that at the start it would bring 75 families here. The amount of land required would be about 15 acres and all of the buildings would be constructed of brick and steel. To house all of the families, it would be necessary to build at least 300 homes, especially once the plant got under full operation. The semi-annual inspections of the Monroe County Jail is being made today by County Superintendents of the Poor, Bert J. Nichols, John Leppel of Monroe, and Thomas Smith of Maybe, County Agent Anselman, and Probate Judge Frank. It will be several days before the report is completed as they have to check over all of the records and to find out how many prisoners have been confined in the jail during the past six months. They will do like they have done in the past, recommend that a new jail be built. As one of the members of the committee said, we have recommended a new jail so often that we have grown tired, but think this time our recommendation will receive more consideration at the hands of the supervisors. Sheriff Farley has made it known that in the future, he will not permit more than 70 prisoners in the jail at one time. The merchants of Monroe are busy planning for Dollar Day, which will be held next week, Wednesday and Thursday. They are taking up the plan with the right spirit, and the white and green display cards can now be had at the Chamber of Commerce. During the two dollar days, the buyers will be afforded an opportunity to buy for one dollar what on other days will cost them nearly two. And with the big bargains offered, the merchants anticipate busy days. And finally, an automotive truck loaded with 15 milk cans, which contained 45 gallons of whiskey, was captured by Deputy Sheriff Schrader at Ottawa Lake late Monday afternoon, and the driver was brought to the county jail, where he registered as Samuel Earlman. He said he was in the feed and coal business in Toledo. The milk cans contained two separate compartments, one for milk and the other for whiskey, and the whiskey compartment was built around the side of the cans and the middle compartment contained milk. The milk was consigned to the Michigan Dairy Company, and the tags on the cans bore the name of William Dunbar, a businessman living at Samaria. The trick was one of the most novel yet pulled off by any of the bootleggers who have tried every conceivable idea of getting whiskey through. You just listened to headlines from February 1919 in the Monroe Evening News. If you'd like to hear today's headlines in audio format, please tune in to Rewind 94.3 at noon, 3 and 6 p.m. for Monroe in a Minute, a joint production of the Monroe News and Rewind 94.3 Monroe Public Access. This has been Paula Wethington for Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. 
Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.